guys, and welcome back to the Music Industry 360 podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa, and today's topic is all things Spotify, and we have our Director of Marketing, Jeanette Berrios, back with us. Hi, Jeanette. Hey there. Glad to be here. Thank you for being on. So, Jeanette, speaking of Spotify, I have a big confession for you. Oh, my God. What is it? I just recently downloaded Spotify for the first time. Like, I hadn't touched it before this. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I'm a little behind. You know, as people who've listened to this podcast know, um, I'm a big just iTunes buyer. Like, I just buy music and then I listen to it. You know, like my Muse albums and, you know, it's it's a habit that I'm trying to break. (laughs) No, but I'm glad. I think it's good timing, especially since we're doing this podcast, because then any sort of questions that normally, you know, whether it's like from a musician standpoint or even as a user, now you can ask all these questions and we can just dig away. Yeah, so basically I can just ask you questions in the layman's terms. Yeah, no, it's perfect. And Spotify now, you know, as you've seen, it's grown dramatically. It has about uh, 70, I think it's a, there are 70 million users now. Wow. Um, well, 70 million and one. Yeah. <laughs> now they have me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So Apple Music is also growing a little bit too, but, um, but yeah, but Spotify has a, a lot of really useful uh, tools, not only for musicians, but then also as a consumer. So... So yeah, it's going to be tons of good information. All right, so let's get right into it. The first thing I have on my list is Spotify playlist. So what is the Spotify playlist? Like, how do you make one? How do you get on, you know, like official playlist? Like, what, what is that all about? Okay, so there's a couple of angles for this. So there's a few types of playlists that are generally going to be algorithmic playlists. So these are going to be playlists that, depending on the artist that you follow, then you're going to start receiving basically updates of their latest tracks through these playlists. So, for example, those playlists are going to be um, number one, your Discover Weekly, Release Radar, and then some of your daily mix playlists. Um, So in here, basically, you're going to, like I said, you're going to be getting music from artists that you follow, Mm -hmm. and you're also going to be getting uh, music from similar artists like the ones that you follow. So like, for example, if I follow like a Muse playlist, you know, it won't just be all just Muse music. There might be some other rock bands in there and stuff. Exactly. Okay. It's going to be different artists that are very similar. And sometimes it might be even a mix of different genres. It's just that in one way or another, Spotify picks up through the algorithm that they have some sort of similarities or that similar you know, people listen to those sort of artists and they also listen to Muse. So go back. So this is a playlist that you choose to follow on your own account. Yeah. So these are going to be algorithmic playlists. So obviously there's going to be then also your the official Spotify playlist. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. So Spotify playlists are going to be the ones that you're basically going to see whenever you go on the browse section and they're going to either be through the different genres or moods or any particular campaigns that perhaps Spotify might be featuring. Mm hmm. Um, so through there, obviously those official Spotify playlists, those are curated by editors uh, within Spotify. And normally we have a process internally here with Symphonic to be able to, um, be able to submit your music to those playlists for consideration. Can artists like submit on their own or they have to go through their distributor? Ideally, they have to go through their distributor. We do encourage that if you want to do your own research and find these editors, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that a lot because it seems now more and more these particular editors are even public figures. You know, so for instance, like the EDM curator, 
Austin Kramer, he has his own Facebook page, you know, like Facebook business page. With fans and everything. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And then, um, you know, the Rap Caviar editor was really popular as well. Mm-hmm. Now we there's also the, um, let's say, like the artist and label marketing rep for Urban, Amber Grimes. You know, she's also Instagram verified, you know, so these are almost, you know, very public figures. So it is encouraged that you can reach out to those individuals, you know, by doing your own research. But uh, the main path to be able to at least communicate what you're doing the best way is through your distributor. And then these uh, pitching to Spotify, that's included. You know, that's not an additional charge or anything. Yeah, it's not an additional charge. It's basically at least like... Uh, in terms of the process, you would have to communicate it to us at least four weeks before mm-hmm. the release is live. And particularly what these editors are going to be looking for, or at least like our label reps, is the marketing plan behind the release. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the music is very important as well. You know, we have seen that sometimes these editors and curators will take risks and basically feature music just because essentially it is genuinely good music and they want to give it an opportunity. But for the most part, because it's so competitive, it's really important that you communicate to your distributor what those marketing drivers are. So basically what that means is obviously any PR that you have associated with it, uh, your, how many followers do you have, uh, the budget that you have for your plan altogether. Um, and at least we always recommend to our clients that they do communicate to us basically what these priorities are, You know, what's the drivers behind it. And then they can also reach out to us a week before the release is live and just give us an update. So let's say if you were trying to secure, you know, let's say a premiere in a blog and maybe you, you know, you were able to secure it, then let us know about that update. And then we also for best practices, then post release. So once your release is live and let's say it is getting a lot of traction and, you know, it's getting support, DJ support or radio support or whatever. Is go, you know whatever initiatives are going on around it or whatever special support they've been getting, you can reach out to us again and let us know. Um, because we've actually seen releases that probably, you know, like at least the, the longest that we've seen is three months after it comes out, then we see that it actually gets picked up in playlists. Oh, nice. Okay. So it's yeah. not always like before, it can also get picked up after too. Yeah, exactly. And that actually happened, uh, a good example was with Calma Calmona. Mm-hmm. She's one of the artists that we were really helping out and pushing. And her release literally was in November 30th. And then we started seeing around January, she then started getting uh, placed in different playlists. Hmm. And, um, and a part of that too will be, you know, not only because of the marketing drivers, but Spotify does have a, a method that they don't really share as much, you know, to, to know like exactly what these numbers would be. But whenever a release starts getting additional traction, uh, it does trigger for, for then a curator to look at it, to be able to then consider for placing, you know, for placement in an official playlist. Mm-hmm. So it's really good that, it, that, you know, that you go ahead and actually have a marketing plan behind it because even though it might not get that initial support, you know, for an official, an official playlist. Eventually, if you do trigger that algorithm, then somebody's going to be looking at that release and then considering it for an official playlist. All right. So that brings me to our symphonic playlist. So, what makes those different from like the Spotify official playlist? Yes. Yeah, so 
basically for our playlist, we we try to feature all of our, you know, a lot of our clients' music. So for those, we do have a form in our blog. Um, you can just probably type in through the, you know, the search bar, uh, Spotify playlist submission, and you'll find the form in order to to submit for our playlist. Uh, we have this a, is uh, simblog.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have a lot of initiatives around it that we, we you know, we're constantly sharing these playlists, whether it's on Reddit or sharing it on our social media and tagging all the artists. So it does get some traction. You know, we've had some good success with some particular playlists already that probably have like around 2000 followers. Nice. So and it's really good because the more your music is added to different playlists, that also triggers the algorithm for then uh, your music to be considered for official Spotify playlists as well. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the more the more people are interacting with your music, whether it's adding it to playlists, getting streamed, uh, shared, that actually helps you in building your pla- you know, your profile in order for them to be considered for for official playlists. So an artist Spotify profile, um, do you recommend that they make their own playlist too of other people's music, you know, like just have more content on their profile? Yeah, so... I don't know how that works, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really important. So basically, uh, Spotify allows you to to claim your profile and you can do so through spotifyforartists.com. It's a self-serve dashboard, so you can go ahead and update your profile picture, the banner picture. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And then you can also add a bio. They most recently also allow you to add your social media links. So you can add in there your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And within one of the feet, you know, some of the features that um, that you're allowed to do once you claim that profile is to be able to add uh, a section called artist picks. Mm-hmm. And through there, that's like a really good opportunity for you to create different playlists you can actually add like a uh, a short message in there so let's say you have a new release and you know so you can promote hey check out my latest release you know xyz you know whatever that release might be um and then that's a really good area as well to get really creative and also feature different playlists you know so some of the ideas that we sometimes recommend you know for some of the artists is let's say you're going to be playing a festival so going ahead and and creating a playlist, you know, with some of your music, but then also some similar artists as well, you know, or maybe let's say the stage that you're going to be performing, you know, go ahead and making a playlist, sharing that playlist then through your socials is really mm-hmm. important. Um, we also recommend, you know, let's say you can you can get really creative with that that section. So you can also let's say you have a new album coming up then maybe you can do a playlist with uh, different tracks that inspired this new album that's coming up. Uh, so so it's, it's a really good time, you know, like a really good opportunity there for to get creative. Um, we encourage that those playlists, you actually build them with not only your music, but then other artists' music. Um, and, Definitely, yeah. Yeah, and I always think that that's really important too because once you do, you do those playlists, you can also, you know, once you start sharing them in your social networks, then you can tag those artists and and you never know if there's like a particular, you know, like there's an opportunity for perhaps a collaboration, you know, or maybe this bigger artist that maybe haven't heard, you know, hadn't really heard of you, 
now you're kind of in their radar. Mm -hmm. They understand that you're kind of inspired by them, you know, so you never know what can come about it. Um, but yeah, but it's really going back to at least the, the profile. It's really important, you know, to claim it. It makes you look a little bit, you know, more professional, increases the experience. Uh, in addition to that, whenever you start creating playlists, you also have the ability to then customize the, the cover of that playlist. Oh, yeah, because I've seen your, the Vito playlist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, so you're able to then customize that cover. And within the cover as well, whenever for, you know, for each particular playlist, then you're also able to add a description in that playlist. And in that description, you can also include links. So, oh, wow. So you can really customize mm -hmm. your, your Spotify profile. Yeah. So, so for instance, we do a lot of, of playlists, let's say whenever we do an event. So, you know, let's say like a month ago we did our grand opening. So we made a collaborative playlist that everybody, any artist that was attending the grand opening, they could, they can add their music to it. And, and then in the description, I would go ahead and add the link to our Facebook event. You know, so people can RSVP as well. So there's a lot of different ways that you can get really creative with it and enhance the overall experience and use it more as like a social media platform as well. That makes me think like just going back to um, how you have artists that have great music, but if they don't have like social media, like a Facebook or a Twitter or an Instagram, like it's very difficult to get your music heard nowadays if you don't have that interaction. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, so so yeah, so at least Spotify, that's why it's besides it being obviously a music platform, it's also considered a social media platform because uh, they have a lot of tools now that you can share your music. Um, recently they did that update, I don't know if you saw it, uh, that you can now share a release directly to your Instagram stories. Yes, I was just about to ask that because we updated our fresh new music um yeah. layout video to kind of show about how you can share that to your Instagram stories. So yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I have to submit this in like Spotify's suggestion box <laughs> is that um, unless it's a, let's say like an official Spotify playlist, unfortunately they don't, when you share it into your stories, um, the cover, like the real, the cover, let, let's say that you would have in that playlist doesn't show up unless it's an official Spotify playlist, you know? So what it'll do is that when you share it into, into Instagram stories, mm -hmm. what it'll show is like a little grid of the, the first four releases, you know? So it ends up being like four releases instead of the release cover that you've created. Oh, in your yeah. yeah. I'm sure that they'll eventually. They'll get feedback. Uh -huh, and they'll yeah, it, yeah. And do that as well. In addition to also like the, um, I feel like an opportunity there is, is them actually featuring the music because then you're just kind of sharing, you're just sharing an image. You're not sharing, you know, if you want people to preview the music, mm -hmm. they actually have to click on the link. They can't automatically listen to the music in within the story automatically. So mm. that's like a little area opportunity there. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, so going down my list again, so what are brand playlists? Because we went over the official playlist and then making your own playlist. What are brand playlists? Yeah, so branded playlists is, for example, Symphonic is a branded playlist. Oh, okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically it's different brands. And, and nowadays you're seeing more and more of that. Like I've even seen, let's say, like uh, fashion brands and lifestyle brands that, and even I've even seen TV shows that have their own uh, branded Spotify profile. So now that's why you're seeing like McDonald's has a profile, <laughs> you know, Starbucks. Disney. I've, 
Disney very likely. <laughs> um, I've seen also like Sunpack, you know, like certain like, you know, these like surfer kind of like brands. So a lot of like fashion brands and all that, they're, they're jumping into also having their own Spotify profile. So uh, a good strategy is it's, let's say, you know, this is something that we recommend to a lot of our clients is that if you follow a particular brand, you know, and you feel pretty strongly about it and you consume their products, double check to see if they happen to have um, a Spotify branded profile because then you can actually try to reach out to those individuals and have them add your music to their playlist. Uh, So that's something too that in addition to, you know, there's a lot of areas of opportunities, you know, not only on the Spotify official playlist, but finding these branded playlists and then also the user-generated playlists, Mm. which are pretty important as well. Can we go more in depth with the user-generated playlists about like what they are and like just what uh, the benefit is of really using those? So user-generated playlists is actually something that we're really excited about because I feel like they have like a really big area of opportunity, especially for independent music. So basically what these are are going to be just regular users mm-hmm. within Spotify that have... Like cre- me. <laughs> like yeah. you just started. Yeah. yeah. Let's okay. say you just started and let's say you're an expert in you know a particular niche. You know, or let's say you build your Sailor Moon playlist, you know, that you went ahead and did all this research. You know me so well. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's say you have a particular niche, you know, and you build this playlist that then suddenly starts getting a lot of traction. And those particular playlists, normally, when you are searching in the browse section of Spotify, you won't necessarily see these playlists. Mm -hmm. You know, these are playlists that... Let's say if you were to search like in the search bar for a particular niche or you put a particular theme, then these are the playlists that are start that are going to start coming up. Okay. Uh, so we've seen that there's a lot of, of playlists that are user generated that sometimes have as many followers or more than Spotify official playlists. Wow. Mm-hmm. So at least like in our artists and label marketing team, what we're doing is starting to do research, gathering all these playlists and finding the users that obviously you know own these particular playlists and then pitching our artist music. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. And and it's really important these days too because a lot of these playlists it's almost becoming like an extension of PR, you mm-hmm. know, because before publications, you know, blogs were music they're basically music curators, you mm-hmm. know, so now these playlists are also essentially becoming curators as well. So, we've seen really good success with it. Um, because we've realized that a lot of these people, they normally have to do research, you know, and find all this music and so on. So at least on our end, we've been lucky enough that, you know, whenever we do reach out to these individuals, they're actually excited. They're like, oh, this is great. Now I don't have to look for, you know, more music mm-hmm. or, you know, because obviously we're, we're curating them, you know, like the music for them. So, so I feel that it, uh, at least for an independent artist, it does take a little bit of time because you actually have to do research, find the correct playlist, reach out to this person. But I feel if you do dedicate a little bit of time and then let's say you find at least five people that are willing to put your music into their playlist, then that's a win. Because then every time you release something new, then you can reach out to the XYZ individual and have them add the music to your playlist. And again, the more that your music is added to different playlists, then the algorithm the algorithm yeah. picks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I feel like that's something that's that it's like I said, it's a 
big area opportunity that people kind of overlook it and a lot of people are focused on the Spotify playlist but looking at those brand playlists plus the user generated playlist it's really important you know and just like developing your own contacts because that's also an extension of PR okay uh, so I think that's all we had for playlists but um, I do have on here Spotify codes like what is a Spotify code and what is its purpose Jeanette <laughs> yeah so Spotify codes it's actually a really cool feature that that they started which I kind of refer to sometimes that they took a chapter from Snapchat you know like mm, the okay. Snapchat codes yeah so what and what you're able to do with them and particularly they're more for the mobile mm-hmm. side you know for the mobile side itself And what you can do is that, let's say you can find a particular release, and then normally you're going to see that above that release cover, uh, whenever you're, let's say you're playing a particular track, you're going to see three little dots Mm -hmm. on the top right corner. And when you press on those dots, you'll see that it's going to give you different sharing options. So then within those sharing options, if you click on the on the new release cover that's generated for you, you're going to see that it's going to be the release cover. And then right underneath it, they're going to have a code, mm-hmm. a particular code. So you're going to see the Spotify logo icon and then a kind little like a code. code that, right? yeah, it looks yeah. almost like some like music, um, like oh, the like, wavelengths. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. So with that code, what you can do is that you can share it with other individuals. You can create a sticker off of that code. And if you want people to listen to the track, what they would have to do is then also go to their, their mobile device. And when uh, pressing search, you're going to notice that when you press the search bar, um, the She's showing bar. me on her phone, by the way, guys. Yes. In case you're wondering, <laughs> yes. we'll do a uh, we'll do another music, a little a little music biz or a little video doing this demonstration. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but um, but you'll notice that whenever you go to search in the mobile side of um of Spotify, you'll see that on the top right corner there's a little camera. Like a oh, little, okay. And when you press on that little camera device, then you can actually point on that code, or if it let's say you saved it as a picture in your phone. And you can pick up that code, and then it's going to then, once a Spotify is able to like scan the image, it will take you directly to that release. Oh, sweet. Okay, so yeah. now it makes sense because I've seen on Symphonic, our own Instagram stories, how like if you want to be added to our playlist, you know, you have to take a screenshot of the next thing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. which is a yep, screenshot yep. of the, the code, and then um, go to Spotify, and then you can um, add your... Um, so Wait, so how does that work? You, you follow the playlist... And then once you follow one of our playlists, you'll be able to add your music. Yeah. So so we encourage users to obviously take the screenshot right of the code so then they can be redirected to that playlist. And then once they are redirected to it's actually our fresh new music playlist right. that we we update on a weekly basis. So once you're in that playlist, you can you follow it. And once you follow it, then you're able to add your own tracks to it because we we make it collaborative. Right. And so, yeah, yeah, that's, that's basically a feature that Spotify offers that if I, you know, you can open up a playlist, make it collaborative. Other people can add tracks to it, but they have to follow it first. Right. That so, makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. So it's been doing really well for us, um, at least for the fresh new music, because mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and open it up to the community. They can add their own music in it. And then we also update it with the latest releases. And that's the um, that's the playlist that we're going to be promoting throughout the weekend and throughout um, fresh new music on, on Friday. 
So our other, what are some of the other plays, playlists that we have? Like, and then is it the same thing as the fresh new music? Like people can add their music to it or they actually need to um, submit a request to be added to our other playlists besides the fresh new music? Yeah, so what we've been doing is that on, um, like every Friday, obviously we have the fresh, mm-hmm. uh, fresh new music. And then if you at any point want to be added to any other playlist that we have because we have several that are are genre based or mood based that are going to be public on our on our profile then you can submit the request through the blog through that submission form that we had talked about earlier you can submit it there and also on probably like at least twice a year we actually have different sort of let's say we we do a couple initiatives so twice a year We'll reach out to our clients and let's say we, for instance, like an example, we have a house music playlist. Mm-hmm. So twice a year, we'll reach out to all our clients that whenever they signed up, they said that they make, let's say, house music. So we'll open up the, the playlist to be collaborative so they can add their most popular tracks and we'll email these individuals directly like a (laughs) free-for-all yeah mm -hmm, yeah it's just to kind of keep it fresh Mm -hmm. and also you know so for all our clients to have an opportunity to upload their music to them um and then in addition to that then we'll have let's say like different initiatives throughout the year so we do a summer playlist Um, We do a pride playlist. We'll do like our Halloween one, you know, so different themes and moods. Um, So, so yeah, so we'll kind of, you know, spice it up, you know, every now and then make it, you know, make it collaborative to just see what new music, you know, is out there and for people to have an opportunity to be featured. But this is just for Symphonic clients. Yes, it's normally for Symphonic clients. All right. So the next question I have is more about like the making money aspect of Spotify. Um, But what is Ad Studio? So Spotify recently uh, created what they call Spotify Ad Studio. And it's basically it allows you to create ads in the platform. And these are going to be for for the non-paid um, subscription base. That right. they, that, like what I have. <laughs> when I say you have to get it together. You have to pay. It's $10. I just, I just started, okay? It's $10 like, a I'm, month. I'm just getting used to this year. I, for the longest time, like, and, and listeners, steady listeners of the podcast know that, like, I have my my library of 80s and 90s rock music or whatever on from from iTunes, you know, like purchase music that I just listen to in my car or I listen to podcasts, you know, so I'm getting on board here. All right. Yeah. So just let me catch up. All right. <laughs> we always give like Jorge and I will always give our friends a hard time. Like if they're not on Spotify and like we see them like buy a drink or something, it's like you see that drink that's what a spotify you know like a spotify <laughs> subscription costs like it's ah, just okay. one drink versus like you can get uh, how was it i think Jorge has like the number he's like you can get 30 million tracks for ten dollars <laughs> million uh, yeah i actually have a funny story with that my um my brother-in-law really hit for some reason he really hates that song all star by smash mouth yeah yeah and for some reason when he had the um the free account um it just i guess based on like we were talking about the algorithms the music he listened to because i guess he does like some rock music and stuff like it would come up you know uh, it's just part of that genre i guess but he hates that song and you only have a limited number of skips right yeah if you have if you have a free so account. the only reason he purchased it it was so he could like make it so that he that song never shows up like that's <laughs> why he, that's why he has a uh, subscription with spotify oh uh, yeah that's hilarious <laughs> we actually made a joke that we were because he was uh my husband's best man at the wedding i was like we're gonna play the song of the wedding is like if you play all star at your wedding i am walking out <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, that's funny yeah 
Um, anyway, so back to Ad Studio. Sorry. So <laughs> Ad Studio. So. So ad studios, yeah, it allows you to create um, ads. So they have different types of ads. So they'll have audio ads, desktop, mobile, video ads. Those are kind of like the different formats that they have. Um, right now, I believe the platform is on an approval basis. Okay. You can sign up for it, and then um, you would have to hear back from them if they're if it's approved. Uh, at least when it comes to music, we've heard from you know from Spotify that it's. Um, music is the best it's the best uh, item that you can actually try to sell or mm. promote within the platform because it's a little bit different and this is an example that they gave us it's like okay so if they are listening to an ad you know if they're listening to an ad of a, of a, a Ford you know a vehicle you know they're not going to necessarily immediately go ahead and click that click yeah. on that yeah. and then you know go and purchase the car versus if they are encouraged to listen to a particular release or you know that 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 actually is you know like according to their taste and what they're what they like to listen then they're more likely to consume that so music does perform better in their platform um, the minimum budget for a campaign is 250 okay and we've at least heard from from their team that audio ads are the ones that perform the best hmm, okay. so those would be ads that you know you'll get that will say like Hey, you know, I'm Jeanette. Check out my latest release. You know, uh, Vita the Brindle is the best. <laughs> Eventually, we'll disclose who this Vito. No, I think we discussed Vito before when yeah. we did the uh, uh, a focus on just feature placements yeah. uh, episode. We I'll talked about the Vito playlist and the sad gotta, dog music and happy pl- dog music. We gotta plug him again. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, but it's a really good tool. Um, we actually currently book ads for our clients as well. Um, we do have some, you know, depending on if we really want to push a particular project, you know, we'll help in in investing, you know, in the particular release and we'll put some some ads behind it. Well, how would the client request this then? Or is this just something that you guys decide on your own? It, it can be a combination. Okay. You know, normally it's a combination of if if somebody, you know, let's say, you know, not a lot of people are aware that we actually do the investment. Well, but now they will be. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> yeah, no, but but uh, normally we'll, we'll come to the determination whenever an artist sends us their marketing drivers. Right. That's, that's basically the... They have to have the strong yeah, marketing drivers. If, yeah, if we identify that there's a really good release, if there's already a marketing plan behind it... And it's and, far enough ahead. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really important to at least, you know, have that, that four-week window, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, for us to communicate, you know, to the partners, you know, not only Spotify, but all partners, you know, to find more opportunities for the music. Uh, so, so yeah, so um, those investments tend to be a little bit bigger, but at least on on the self service ad platform that Spotify has, then it starts at two fifty. Okay, and then you said that um, music, like audio, is the most popular with that or the most clicked. But like, can you have like your own? Say you have your own company and you just want to advertise on Spotify for some reason, so you can um, apply to see if you're you can make an ad to be displayed on there. Basically, yes. mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And and we've gotten some questions too because um, you know we work with different, let's say, agencies or you know different marketing agencies, and and we have gotten a lot of questions on that because I'm sure that it's because it's such a popular platform that even just you know regular organizations or companies that that share similar demographics of of Spotify users, then they're gonna wanna uh, advertise in the platform. 
And also uh, a reason why a lot of uh, different companies want to be able to advertise is because through these ads, you can also target different demographics. So it allows you um, to to choose, you know, uh, your your demographics, age, their gender, location. You can also target it according to particular playlists. So let's say if your music, uh, let's say you're you make reggae music, mm-hmm. and there's a really good reggae playlist. So they will display your ads after you know a particular a particular track is played in that playlist. Uh, they also can target it specifically to your mobile device, the type of mobile device that oh, they use. Wow. Um, they also have uh, the ability to do ads on PlayStation and Xbox. So, so yeah. So for particular demographics, you know, and depending on the company or if it's a musician, then they have different you know particular uh, segments that you can start basically positioning those ads to. And that's the same for, because that reminds me of uh, Facebook ads too, right? Like when you um, choose to promote a, uh, a post or something or a video, um, you can choose the demographics and stuff too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So this one, at least they've tailored it a lot according to like specific genres and, mm-hmm. and locations and such. Um, unfortunately, on the flip side, the only like con, you know, that I would say like about the, the platform is that right now they really don't show you the click-through rates. So meaning who clicked on or how many people clicked on the ad or how they behaved. They only, uh, they book the ads according to impressions. So they'll guarantee you a certain amount of impressions. But then when it comes to the piece of really analyzing how the ad performed, it's a little tricky. You know, you can see a lot of the activity on your Spotify for artists. And, and we have seen, you know, let's say, uh, some of the, you know, like as soon as an ad is booked, you know, we see some activity, like increased activity in their followers and the streams and so on. But it's kind of tricky to identify where it actually came from. Is it from, you know, from what initiatives? Is it from the ad or is it because the release is being promoted? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Um, I think you pretty much answered it. But like with your um, after you've claimed your profile, uh, what can you see in regards to your your demographics, your plays, your like and then how does it work with um, how do you see your revenue too? unless that's through your distributor? Yeah. So so at least in the on the Spotify for Artists dashboard, then you are able to see all the information, all the streaming information from 2015 on. Okay. And you're able to see your listeners, your streams, and your followers. You're, you can also see the different playlists that your music is featured. Can you actually see, like kind of like on Facebook, how you have the friends list, can you actually see a whole list of everyone who has followed you? You can't know. Oh, okay, it just says how many followers. Yeah. Okay. You see the followers, and then you're primarily you're also able to see all the playlists that you're featured in, and the different plays, the amount of plays and streams that you've gotten from that playlist. Oh, that's good. Then mm-hmm. you can see like how um, effective having your yeah music each playlist is, hmm. and it's pretty good too because um, you also get an. It's silly, but I kind of like it. You get a notification whenever you're added to a new playlist. So it's not like a surprise, you know, that you're like, oh, I didn't even realize, like, they'll send you a notification. And through there, also, you're you're able to see, like, the different uh, territories where your music is being streamed. Um, So it it has some some good data. Mm -hmm. In addition to, like, what you can just see from your profile, because once you're on your Spotify profile, you can see 
your streams you can see the different countries that your music is being streamed the most but you only get to see like i think it's like um it's limited you know maybe like about i would say like maybe like five to seven i don't know the number off the top of my head but you can just see a few versus going behind you know and on the spotify for artists dashboard and then you can really see like a, just like a bigger breakdown of of where your music is being streamed and how um, you probably get asked this a lot, um, but how effective or how I guess how lucrative is Spotify in regards to um, making money off your music with it, like off the place and stuff? Because I'm sure it all depends on again, like the algorithm, but also like if the, the ad clicks and how often it's been you know, like based on the playlist and stuff. Correct. Well, it's basically the the payouts are determined if it's ad supported or not. So from the freemium plan to the paid subscription plan, the payouts are different. Okay. So, you know, so one is like 0. 0.0002, the other is like 0. 0.006. So, you know, on an per ad. Per play or something? Yes, okay. per stream. Okay. Yeah, so so it is, you know, it's that's always kind of like the debate when it comes to yeah. to Spotify, you know, their payouts. But I feel like honestly like on the flip side, you know, and this is something that they always um, you know, claim it's that now more more independent music is being listened to than ever before mm-hmm. because of the different playlists, not only obviously from the on the, you know, Spotify official playlist, but then by the user generated generated playlist the branded playlist so there's a lot more interaction yeah definitely mm-hmm. and especially now that every time spotify enters a new market obviously you know if a uh, telecom and all these you know different cell phone providers their their goal is for everybody in the world to have a smartphone mm-hmm. and a mobile device so a mobile device is also a, a streaming music you know method so so yeah so you know, I know that there, there's always that big debate, but um, I'm personally like a big Spotify fan. Yep. Especially too, because and and one of these like this like interesting kind of comparisons is like, let's say um, there's a lot of other providers, let's say like like Apple mm-hmm. and and Google and YouTube and Amazon that also are, are you know they they have their music streaming services and their music services, but these companies were not originally music companies. Mm-hmm. Spotify is, is a true music company. You know, all these other companies, they kind of stumbled on music. Mm. They weren't created for music. So that's why you see that they have all these tools you know, around the artists and giving them more access to information. And if, and if you want to talk about payouts, you know, YouTube is the one that I feel like is the one that I question the most, you know? So video consumption, is growing so rapidly and YouTube payouts haven't grown, you mm-hmm. know, ex- you know, exponentially as the, you know, video consumption. So there's a little bit of a of a play there in terms of 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 consumption and users and they claim they have a billion users but their payouts never grow. Mm. Versus, and they're coming out with a new um, music. Yeah, they're it's another a, new one. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of re- rebranding the the current one that they have. YouTube Red. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, so we digressed a little bit there from uh, from Spotify, but um, back to the uh, the ad studio. If somebody wanted to advertise like their music video, because right now Spotify is only on based upon music, not music videos, um, would they be able to create maybe like um, a teaser video to their music video and then um, advertise that on Spotify, and then they could click it and it'll take them to YouTube or something? 
So one of the options that Spotify has as an ad is a video. So we've seen those, we've been able to create some from our clients, but we really do encourage in-platform activity. So what that means is that the call to action to that video be the release within mm-hmm. Spotify and not anything outside the platform. Okay. All right, so I think that wraps things up. So let's do a quick summary, Jeanette. So if any, anybody who's listening, they can just skip forward through all that and just go right to, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, okay, so with Spotify, you have playlisting. Um, you could, Well, first of all, you should get with your distributor, uh, pick a distributor and have your music distributed to Spotify. Uh, Symphonic is a good choice. (laughs) The only choice. (laughs) And um, you can, and after that, you go and you claim your artist profile. So Symphonic doesn't claim that for you. Like you have to do that yourself. Yes. You should definitely do it yourself. Okay. So claim your profile, make sure you customize it, make sure you do all that optimization, basically like adding all your social social media links, making all those playlists, a collaborative Mm -hmm. playlist and stuff. Uh, And just engage a little bit with the artist pick section, you know, keep it fresh. Um, you know, create playlists that you are genuinely interested in or uh, around any moods or themes or anything that's going on, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of keep it fresh. Um, and then uh, the other thing I was thinking of, too, with uh, when we were talking about social media links is that you really should have like the same um, you want to promote your brand. So like, you probably should have the same artist image that you use across social media platforms. Correct. Like, yeah. Especially if you have like a, you have a new release that's coming up and you have maybe like some new press pictures mm-hmm. or photos, just like freshen it up and keep it cool. Yeah. OK. And then um, once you have your profile all set up, then you can start um talking to your distributor, having them, you know, pitch it to Spotify official playlist for you. But then also like, at least with us, you know, having your music added to our, our own symphonic playlist. Um, and then even, you know, reaching out on your own, like you said, doing some research and reaching, reaching out to like the, the different brand playlists and stuff like that. Uh, and then that helps bring you up in that al- algorithm so that when people search, you know, for a certain, like a keyword, you know, then your music may come up as a, uh, as a suggested, <laughs> thing to listen to and then also you know take advantage of their the spotify codes you know and use that to share your music you know on your social media look into the ad studio and see if you want to share your music by creating an ad and like you said the cheapest option so far is the 250 dollars. like what does it go up to normally um they actually at first it used to be fifteen thousand. Oh wow Jeez. yeah so they went down pretty significant so yeah. So yeah, so and two fifty is a is a good investment. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So um so look into that and see if that's a good option for you. And also, you know, maybe reach out to your distributor if you feel like you have the strong marketing drivers, you know, see if they can uh pitch that for you, you know, on your behalf. Or not pitch, but um create that um ad for you on your behalf. Uh, and then just, you know, uh get with a a PR firm or like just market market it once you have everything all set up and then just share away and then just have have a good time with it <laughs> yeah no really kind of like immerse yourself into the platform you know yeah. they have a lot of, of different tools too for you to let's say embed your follow button in in your in your website let's say on the footer um i would encourage a lot of people to share your playlist on reddit spotify also has like a spotify community area that you can share different playlists uh, share them in your network, share them, you know, share your playlist with your newsletter, you know, fans, mm. um, just try to get as, uh, as many outlets out there, you know, with the different artists, obviously plug in your own tracks, but also don't oversaturate it with your yeah. own music, you know, add other, other artists music in there as well. Okay. 
I think that covers everything. So I definitely have a better grasp of Spotify. I mean, I'm not an artist, but now I kind of understand what you need to do to get um, get your music on Spotify, but also like a good way to take advantage of the platform to spread your music, you know, but I definitely will start. Um, I might do what you said and make my little Sailor Moon playlist on my own profile and then uh, uh, share it be like, hey, you know, check the look what I did. Like I'm yeah. growing up so fast. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And make sure to add some of our clients music. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Plug <laughs> in there. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Jeanette, for being on. And I hope that um, besides me, that other people have learned a lot from this episode and will take advantage, you know, and you'll probably get some emails from people requesting feature requests now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Especially if you, um, to all the listeners, if you have any questions, obviously feel free to comment below because we're always scanning those comments and we can answer any questions you may have. Or also, if you'd like to reach out to us and uh, ask more questions in regards to marketing and how to get your music on Spotify, or if you're interested in pitching any of your music to any particular playlist, then you're welcome to go ahead and reach out to us at marketing at Symphonic Distribution. So marketing at Symphonic Distribution. Dot com. And, yes. <laughs> and um, Astra and Joey, uh, which are our, our lovely peeps that are constantly pitching music, they can mm-hmm. answer all your questions and help you out and increase your chances. Great. And then they could also look at our, our simblog.com too. You know, there's a lot of different articles and tips there. Yeah, for sure. Tons of articles. We're always updating with the latest information, any new tools that are emerging. You know, we, we just recently were talking about the whole Instagram stories, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sharing from Spotify to Instagram stories. Uh, and then also, um, really important, if you want to go ahead and download also our Spotify guide, um, all this information and even more is in that guide. So Yeah, everything welcome, we talked about, yeah. Yeah, it lives in that guide. So you're more than welcome to go ahead and share it. We're also going to be sharing the link to the guide in the commentary here on, on at least on our SoundCloud account. So mm-hmm, you can go ahead and download it there too. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Well, that not to sound cliche, but that's all, folks. And we'll see you next time. Bye.